Again, Poké fans, sorry I haven't uploaded a new episode in a while. I had to fix a few things with the podcast, and I was also busy with school and stuff. But I'm back now, so yay. Um, so just to tell you, I originally po- I, um recorded this episode as two episodes last night, or May twenty third is two episodes. But I tried listening back, and I had like some nasty allergic reaction or whatever, so it was definitely a lot, and I was like, this is nasty, I can't even understand myself, blah, blah. Before I get into today's episode, I want to tell you where you can listen to the podcast. Of course, our main podcast listening medium is through our website, pokeradio.weebly.com, which is P-O-K-E is Poke, and then radio, and then Weebly is W-E-E-B-L-Y. We're also on Mixcloud Buzzsprout. I know it sounds like Bellsprout, but it's not. Podomatic, DJ Pod, Stitcher, Shout Engine, and iTunes. Oh, and we are on Google Play Podcast Music, and it's, I know, it's good to be on a lot of podcast mediums, you know. So if you usually listen to the podcast on one of those sites, great. Finally, you should share this podcast with other Pokemon fans, because I'd really love it if... I'd really love to build the listening audience. This will be one of the longest episodes as I am trying out a really long episode, like 50 to 90 minutes long. All the popular and really good podcasts I've listened to are usually about that long, so I thought I should just do what works instead of listening to one opinion on the attention span of the entire human rights spaces. So if you like or don't like the long uh, podcast links, please say so. Enjoy. Okay, let's get into today's episode. Bonnie and the Rise of the Digidestined. It's a little crossover idea I had when reading crossovers and such on fanfiction.net and Zygarde's cell evolution, as I like to call it. Um, and also, just to say, like, there's, um, three of the legendary Pokemon that appear in this episode are due to the fact that I happen to be watching Pokemon Ranger in the Undersea Temple while I was writing it. And Kyogre was in it. Granted, or Quaza weren't, but I like the I like the Weather Trio. I like Sweetkin too. Anyways, so this is how I think it would go. As a note, and as a note, there are 54 episodes in season one of Digimon, so this topic may be revisited several times. I decided to start the series. With when Bonnie is 10 years old, because she would be on her own journey at that point. If I did it when she was 7, sure, she could meet TK and something could develop there. But Bonnie's strangest appearance would worry or even scare Ash, Clint, and Serena. Clement's just, uh, especially because, you know, they're brother and sister. Chest, uh, or 
Bonnie has a Chespin as her official starter, to Dede and Squishy, a Zygarde core. Some episode names have been changed because the series is mainly through Bonnie's perspective. So enjoy the following Pokemon Digimon crossover, Bonnie and the Rise of the Digidestined. Episode 1, and so it begins. Bonnie wanders through a mirror and reflection cave and ends up at summer camp and... At a summer camp in Japan where the weather has gone wintry, which Bonnie attributes to Stray Articuno. There she meets TK, Izzy, Sora, Matt, Mimi, Ty, and Joe. No, not the Mimi from, uh, Takalos region who had the Snoochum and the Farfetch. Although I should have had a reference in there where it's like, your name is Mimi? I know a Mimi. Who's kind of different looking, but that's yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it'd work unless we'd have like a character like Serena to be like, shh, don't do that. Okay, suddenly the snow stops. Nate mysterious digivices appear and to the children, or to the children, suddenly they're trans, or they catch it, the children catch it, and they're transported to a strange digital world as soon as they touch the digivices. The Japanese kids are promptly greeted by seven strange looking creatures who call themselves Digimon and claim to be the children's prison partners. Bonnie um, then jumps out of the tree that she lands out of. Reunites the kids. Okay, so whatever. She, um, explains to her new friends about her world, the world of Pokemon, and the world of Pokemon. And, yeah, she even shows off to Dene, her Pokemon partner, Chespin, her official starter, Zyg- or Squishy, a Zygarde core, and Eevee. Did I mention that she had an Eevee? If I forgot to, I don't know. Bonnie then discovers that she can use Scan Digimon by plugging her Digivice into her Pokedex. Well, why not? The Digivice and the Pokedex. I don't know. I, I just thought of something like, ooh, what if something happened? I don't know. Soon, a Quagamon, the Sawstag Digimon, appears and attacks the children. The, di- the Digimon Digivolve to protect themselves and their human partners. Bonnie uses her Digivice to cell evolve Squishy to 10% form, a black and green Great Dane-like Pokemon. However, the Quigamon destroys the cliff are sitting on and they fall into the river below with only their Digimon or Pokemon to save them. Also, it'd be interesting if, like, there are some of, uh, squishy cells inside of the Digivice. Because, uh, Bonnie's gonna get a Digivice because she's a Digidestin somehow. But, Squishy's gonna be your partner, so, why, why does that Digivice, um, do that? Maybe I could do so. Maybe I could have done something where it's like, well, this the cell evolution that Squishy can do also explains the weird digivolving, and that gets into something really weird though. Episode two, Draconic Evolution, first episode name change. And there's a lot of episodes that I kind of just splice together and kind of just mash together, or whatever. As they fall, Bonnie returns all her Pokemon, but Chespin, who uses Vine Whip to save her. Did Dene and Squishy and place them on the riverbank below. Palmon follows suit and grabs Mimi, Sora, and Biamon. Joe Gumamon saves the rest of the children by creating a raft with its marching fishes. Which they they regroup to save Stott away from the river and start heading to a beach tire earlier, despite Joe's arguments to stay put and wait for the adults to find the kids. But basically Bonnie's like points out, you know, like, well um it'll be easier for because she's thinking of the, uh, um, Officer Ginny Coast Guard thing, like, well, it would be easier for them to find us on the beach. Because, uh...
Uh, yeah, because um, from what she heard about, like you know, the Decalore Islands, she assumes. She of course, for some reason, is assuming that this is similar to the Decalore Islands, even though this is clearly not the Decalore Islands. Did you? I don't know. It goes. It could be interesting. Like it takes a while for Bonnie to um accept that this is some wacko world. That third, this third world that she's discovered or whatever. Okay, so anyways, they arrive at the beach where they find a bunch of phone booths. The kids are calling or try calling their parents, but the phone booths don't work. Even when Dedenne try attempts to jumpstart one of the phones using thunderstruck, they regroup and discuss the weird island of it. The kids sit down nearby, and Bonnie whips out her supplies just like Silent and Clement does every time in Black and White and X and Y, and she makes lunch for the group out of a chancy egg, bread, potatoes, and various berries. The others enjoy it, and then suddenly a shellmon attacks. I mean, why not? Like, you get the best meal you ever had. Because Chansey Eggs are known for doing that. You get the best meal you ever had, and then, boom! Crazy wild Digimon attacks. That may be, that may or not, may or may not be being controlled by a black gear. Agumon digivolves into Greymon for the first time. Following the suit, Bonnie has squishy assumed Zygarde's 50% form this time. Greymon uses Nova Blaster and Squishy uses Dragon Breath after being wounded by the dragon type moves. I've decided that, um, that, uh, Greymon, Metal Greymon, and War Greymon are dragon types. Well, well, Coromon is just poison type. Not, no, Coromon's a normal type, and then Agumon's just a fire type. Okay, the next evolutions are also, like, duels with, like, fire types or whatever. I don't know. No, Metal Greymon would be a Dragon Steel. And then War Greymon would be fighting, Dragon Fighting. And Greymon is... Greymon and Agumon are Dragon Fire, and then Koromon is Dragon. Okay. I like that idea. And then anyway, you can kind of combine Agumon and Greymon. I don't know. It's weird. It's interesting to think about. So anyways... Shellmon flees, never to be seen again, maybe? I don't know. I put that question mark there, I don't know why. Bonnie tacks up her supplies, and the others gather the things, too. Then the kids head back deeper into the island, away from the beach, because the beach is too dangerous. So they so they go to the they, the mountains, the highlands or whatever, it's like, oh, there's Quagamon. You go to this one part, oh, there's Shellmon. I mean, it's like, it's, um... Oh, gosh, what is it? I'm trying to think, there's, I, I swear there's like a Pokemon version of this where it's like, you're this one place, you get this type Pokemon that can attack you. You go to this other place, I don't know. Shellmon would be a water type, I think. Um, and, uh, let's see. And, um, man, I forgot. Okay, so Gomamon is a water type. Okay, um,. Why am I not writing this stuff down? I'm gonna. I, I need. I should write this stuff down. I think. So for future episodes, I think. Um. Ah, here, here we go. Notebook. Okay. Oh, because this could get kind of interesting. Like you know, t- putting typings for um Digimon. So uh, Digimon typings. Let's just go over this real quick. So so far we've met. Agumon or uh, Koromon, 
Agumon. Helmon. Okay, hold on. Wait. Let me go from the very beginning. It's this is this might take longer than I wanted to. I'm sorry, but I mean I want to I want to I want to do this right and I want to get it all right and stuff. Okay, I think you can understand. I mean, especially if you listen to long podcasts. Okay, then there's Quagamon. Quagamon. And let's see. So, uh, Cormon is dragon type. Agumon's dragon fire type. Dual type. Palmon is grass poison. I think she'd be grass poison because of the whole poison ivy move. But, wait. But I do compare Palmon and a cat and. Come on. I do compare Palmon with Cacnea and Togemon with Cacturn. So let's see what types they are. Real quick. Alright, so Cacnea is a grass type and Cacturn's grass dark. Ooh. So. Palmon is just grass. She's just grass type. But then Togemon would be grass fighting. Um. Quagamon's just a dog type. Uh, he doesn't need any other typings. I swear to me like 10 years later and I can't read these notes. Quagamon. I'll enter these into. Ooh, you know what would be cool? Snake a Digidex or something. Add the Digimon that are in here. And just like say like, well, take the Digimon that appear in, the, in this crossover, in this crossover, and say, well, that's our, our, our um, Poka Radio Cannon. Okay, moving back on to Draconic Evolution. Let's see, who do we have? We have Beamon. Um, flying type. Which is strange because then that then it evolves from from a grass type. Gomamon. Goma Gomam Gomamon is a water type. Pure water type. Um they arrive at the BH full foam boost. Uh Shaman. Shaman I'm going to compare with Shelter. Because it looks a lot like a shelter. Shelter, shelter, shelter. Shelter evolves in the cloister, doesn't it? It's a cloister. I'll say it's a cloister. What typing does cloister have? Water, ice. I, I, I can see that. I can see Shelmon being a water, ice type. Okay. Um, but what's going to be weird is when Togemon um, evolves into Lilymon, which is a um, ice type. Or no, fairy type. Grass fairy? I don't know. Okay, so, okay, Greymon. Wait, no, Greymon has that, that, gra that, I don't know. Actually, I think, uh, Greymon's skull reminds me of Marowak. So I'm going to say Greymon is actually dragon ground. Okay. Oh, man, I can't wait to make the... That decks and then uh it's like you have your you have your starters and you have the and they're completely weird like uh like instead of a I don't know 
Ow. Okay, um, that's all we have for now. So, episode three, Ultra Gear Gyarados versus Mega Mighty Anna. Sounds weird, doesn't it? Um, well, it's actually because, uh, this is what Bonnie is calling to Digimon. To Monochromon. Who are... I'm gonna say Monochromon is just... They're just... What is Rhyhorn? Because they really remind me of... No, Rhyhorn's fully evolved form. Uh... And this escaped me. I'm gonna look at Argon, because I think Argon's the final evolved form of Rhyhorn. No, it's Rhydon. Rhydon's the final evolved form of... No? Is it? No. Yep, it is. Hold on. Oh, man. I love this. This is fun. This is fun. Like, not just reading my crossword, but, like, just kind of analyzing these Digimon. Like, ooh, what are their types? Like, I, I'd like to, I want to understand this anymore. I don't know. Be fun. Rhydon, where are you? You have to be in here. Rhydon. Come on, come on. Wherever you are, Rhydon, I can't find you. Can't find you. I really want to see what your typing is before I move on. Uh oh, that's my Raikou page. Come on, right on. Come on, play. Oh no, Rapierier. Rapier is a funnel ball form. It's ground rock. Okay, so two ground rock dual types uh, come out in battle. Um, these are Rhino-like Digimon, uh, they come out of nowhere and begin battling, uh, the eight children run away from, which the eight children run away from, soon they come across a trolley car that doesn't work just like the phone booths, so the kids decide to spend night in the trolley car, Bonnie makes dinner from the group, then they go to sleep, the kids decide to sleep afterwards, or what, ah, I messed up something, uh, Ty decides to set up an hour rotation watch because of Digiworld's dangers, However, this leads to an argument and between him and Ty, or between him and Matt. Matt goes off to be alone. Once alone, he begins playing as Monica Gabumon. Gabumon is what is he? Gabumon. Uh, it's digital. It's evolved form as an electric move. I'm, I'm gonna say Gabumon just normal type. And then Metal Gururumon, War Gururumon, or no wait, is it Metal Gururumon? Metal Gururumon gets normal steel then. Um, okay, da 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 da, as Bonnie starts to fall asleep, she watches a Suicune prance across the lake. Sora notices the Pokemon as well, suddenly a Seijimon, which is water steel. Which Bonnie calls Ultra Gyarados appears and attacks the resting and vulnerable children. This time it's Gabumon's turn to protect the others and Digivolves into Garurumon. Which is still a normal type. Which Garurumon can use whatever the heck it wants, it seems. Uh, Garurumon, which looks like a wolf cross with a white Mightyena, nicknamed Mega Mightyena by Bonnie. Garurumon quickly defeats Sigemon and flees from the Mega Mightyena. Matt comes back to the group. Now calm down. He plays a song on his harmonica for TK. To help his little bro go to sleep. Fall asleep. Episode 4, A Battle of Legendary Power. I do not remember the original episodes. 
There's some episodes where I don't remember the or the things. <clears throat> the next morning, they leave the forest and they're in a desert full of cableless telephone poles. They watch a black gear fly through the sky, turns a mountain, which eventually crashes and fends itself into a Miramon! Our first fire type! There's our first fire type Pokemon, or Digimon. Um. Eventually, I'm gonna call this the Digidex. So, Bonnie's gonna call this guy Magma Man. Magma. Uh, I can't speak English. Magma Man. The kids come to uh, a Yokomon village. Which is a uh, grass type. Um. Whose lake has dried up. Um, <clears throat> the residents of which are amazed by Beamon's Digivolution. That's in the Miramon attacks the Yokomon village where the kids rest. In order to protect her friends in the Yokomon, Beamon Digivolves into Bergamon. Which is fire, fl or flying fire. Um... Nick, and it's nicknamed Mega Moltres by Bonnie. Okay, just, yeah. Uh, the Suicune that Bonnie saw the night before comes to assist Bergamon to gather their defeat. Miramon causing Black Gear to be removed from its body and disintegrate. Miramon then restores the village's water, apologizes for its rage, and turns it not home. We're gonna have a really interesting scene with Black Gear later. The Yokomon invite them all to dinner, however, the seeds they serve are enjoyed only by the po Digimon and Pokemon. Bonnie, however, says the bear, or, hold on, wait, get, uh, brings out some, the, brings out some berries with some, uh, some, out. Uh, hold on, ah, okay, she brings out some apples and uh, orange berries and gives them to the other kids and herself. They eat, then she goes outside to check on Suicune and scans her. She scans with their Pokedex. Suicune is a bit beat up, so Bonnie uses a healing potion to mix it up. After this, Donnie asks the Pokemon if they would like to join her on her journey. Suicune allows Donnie to catch it, giving her Pokemon number five. That's okay, so. The Dene, uh, Squishy, Chest, and Eevee. Suicune. And it's her second legendary Pokemon. Episode 5, The Electric Bug. The kids, it was originally called, um, Cafeteria Mods Electric Shocker. The kids stumble upon a strange factory in which they split into two groups. One finds an Andromon stuck in machinery. If they release him, he attacks them. The other group flees from the Black Gear controlled. Or, no, they flee from the Black Gear controlled Andromon trying to find the others. Meanwhile, the other group has found some strange coding on a wall. Izzy plugs the computer in and attempts to read it, which causes the strange, causes something strange to Tintamon. Tintamon, Tintamon suddenly digivolves into Kabuterimon, which Bonnie nicknames Electra Heracross, and she'll nickname Mega Kabuterimon Mega Electra Heracross. Uh, they, the kids and their partners regroup. That's when Angemon finds them and attacks them again. Kabuterimon counters Andromon's attacks and just has Black Gear controlling it. The Digimon leave. Bonnie and Sora discover the tablet with inscriptions that appear to be related to their evolution, origins, and histories of Pokemon and Digimon.
Sora is most surprised by the inscriptions on the tablet since the two worlds have previously been separated, never to coexist or meet. Bonnie is also surprised because Digimon do not exist in her world to her knowledge, and Pokemon do usually should not be in the Digimon world. Sora suggests that something like the tablet that the two have found must link the worlds. The group then heads to into the factory sewer system to leave the Veldon behind. Episode 6, Mega Maractus and the Yellow Snorlax. I forgot to fix the name when I changed, um, uh, Palmon to a Cacnea. Okay, so this episode is actually called Episode 6, Mega Cacnea and the Yellow Snorlax. I'm still calling Monty Monic. That's Snorlax. Monzymon is a normal type. Uh, Togemon will be a uh, grass grass fighting. I mean, these are really weird typings. Like grass fighting, flying fire, dragon ground, water steel, dragon fire. I don't know. Oops. Wait, Mega Charizard X is Dragon Fire, I think. Yeah. In the sewer system, a group of Numimon attack them. Joe wonders if there's a black gear controlling them, but that there is driven wrong when Bonnie scans Numimon and discovers that these Digimon are naturally aggressive. While escaping the Numimon, the kids are split up and Mimi ends up in Toy Town. Um... Let's see, uh, after being attacked by a Monzimon, basically a yellow teddy bear-like thing that somehow Bonnie comes to call the yellow Snorlax. I don't know, what, like, what what I remembered of Monzimon, it really, for some reason, reminded me of Snorlax, the basic shape, and I think, like, how its, like, colors were laid out and stuff. That's why I called it the yellow Snorlax. Anyways, uh... When they are split up, Sora ends up finding an injured Snivy, the Univac Grass type starter. Mimi then finds the other kids around the town, acting really strangely, which also reveals to Mimi that Sora has a Snivy with her now because Sora comes out with her Snivy. Mimi and her partner Palmon discover that Monzimon is controlling the kids and in turn is being controlled by a black gear. Palmon digivolves into Togemon and uh, a large cactus like Digimon with boxing gloves. Bonnie will come to nickname Mega Cacturn. Okay, this episode is actually Mega Cacturn and the Yellow Snorlax. Aye, 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 I cannot, I can't think straight today. Uh, once she is not possessed by Monzimon, of course. Uh, okay, Bonnie will come to call. Togemon uses Needle Stray to knock out Monzimon. Monzimon gets up and accidentally gets fat up with its back facing Togemon. He uses 10 missiles somehow. To destroy the black gear, controlling Monzimon, and then uses Drain. No, I'm just kidding. The children snap out of the trance and they congratulate Palmon and Digivolving. Sora shows Bonnie the Snivy that she found as the group leaves by Toy Town. Bonnie gives Sora an empty Togeball for Snivy to Sora. Yeah, I think I said that. Episode 7 Yukakamon's Harpoon Torpedo. That is actually the original episode name. Okay, the leave Toy Town. The group arrives at Infinity Mountain, one of the tallest peaks in the Digi World. Ty and Matt argue whether they should climb in th this peak. While they argue, Bonnie brings out Chessman that says it's Snivy can have another grass type Pokemon to play with. Joe and Gomamon decide to climb the mountain by themselves to scout for any black ears. Control of Digimon. While on the mountain, they are attacked by an Unimon. 
Um, it's gonna get an ice type. It's just ice type. Uh, Unimon. Uh, which is okay. So, um, Tyan, sorry for the commode. Okay, so uh, Unimon's like a white ice type bear, Digimon. It's basically it's like Monzimon, but it's just ice. It's just it's just white. It's like a white teddy bear. Monzimon is a um. I swear, Frigimon's kind of the same thing. I'm gonna say Unimon slash. Unimon slash Frigimon is the uh, ice type bear. I can't remember honestly. Sometimes with these Digimon, they're like so complicated. I don't really care to remember. Uh, Gomamon evolves into Kakamon and destroys the light gear. Uh, Kakamon. Uh, I think water. I think this water, um, water type. Just still a water type. So, while on the mountain, they're attacked by Unimon. Da 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 da. Gomamon evolves into Kakamon and destroys the light gear. Oh, yeah, Time Sora. Here's the commotion. Come to the rescue. Unimon wishes good luck to the kids on the journey and leaves, and the other kids climb the mountain and enjoy Ty, Joe, and Sarah. Resting place. Bonnie makes Toka Puffs for everyone, especially Digimon and Pokemon, which they love, especially the Digimon. The group decides to then camp there for the night as they lay down Sora's Snivy's. Sora's Snivy nuzzles her affectionately, then finds a Pokemon Bonnie given her Sora. Snivy bumps the item and then goes into it. Sora smiles and celebrates at getting a Snivy as her first Pokemon. Bonnie then tells Sora that Snivy is the grass type starter in the Unova region and comments that she's like, it is like she's just become a new trainer in the Unova region and she's chosen Snivy. Another episode name I did not change. Episode 8 is Evil Shows His Face. Ooh, could it be? Dun dun dun. The next morning the kids wake up and they, the Digimon and the Pokemon, have a quick breakfast of orange berries. Why not? I love orange berries. They're cool looking blueberries. They pack up and set up from their camp at the top of Infinity Mountain. Eventually they come across a demon like Digimon. Um, uh, let's see. Bonnie just scans it, revealing it to be a Devimon. Devimon goes on to introduce himself as a self-proclaimed ruler of Vile Island and controller of the Black Gears. Before the kids can react, he along with Ogremon um, and a possessed Leomon, uh, Devimon is a dark type. Ogremon, Ogremon's a ground type, honestly, I think, and then Leomon's a fire type. Oh yeah, I forgot about Tintamon. Tintamon's a bug type. Kabuterimon is a bug electric dual type. Just like Galvantula and Joltik. Um before the kids can react, you know, he along with Ogremon and Possess Leomon attack them that they managed to escape. They run until they find a mysterious mansion, in which they slip inside. Donnie right away figures out it's a hallucination, but then infers that a Zoroark must have created delusion lives there. I mean, really, a Zoroark. 
You're in the digital world, Donnie Blaze. This is not the Pokemon world. Okay, but, you know, Devimon comes out and reveals that he created the illusion and claims that there's no escape for them, and evil, cue evil laugh. So after revealing he was behind the illusion and not a Zoroark, Devimon breaks up by land into multiple smaller islands and separates the kids on the on those different islands. However, because Devimon did not account for Bonnie coming to the Digiworld with the other seven, Bonnie managed to remain with Sora as the seven main islands should depart from each other. Originally, I had Team Rocket coming into the Digi-World, but I, then I decided against it. Um, wait, hold on. How did Digi- but, uh, Devimon saw Bonnie? This isn't making sense now. Episode 9, Sub-Zero Ice Punch! I'll tell you when I change the title, okay? Not when I didn't. Ty and Agumon land on a snow-covered island where they come across a Frigimon, controlled by a lot of care. Frigimon and Unimon are like swirling around in my head at once. I'm gonna, I'm gonna choose Frigimon and I think stick with that. I don't know. Uh, uh, Ty has Agumon Digivolve, but instead of Digivolving to Greymon, Agumon evolves into Charmeleon and starts Black Gear using Flamethrower. And, uh, then Charmeleon reverts back to Agumon. Later, Bonnie will nickname Agumon Mega Charmeleon. Or even Mega Charmander, I don't know. Something, basically, there's a lot of Pokemon, like, counterpart. Pokemon Digimon. Counterparts like Gatamon would be Meowth, etc. That's different podcast. Ty and Agumon then cross over the island where that Matt and Gatamon landed on after making Frigimon flee. Meanwhile, Matt goes out to search for his brother, gives Gatamon's advice, and eventually gets hypothermia. Ty and Agumon binds Gatamon, they go reunite with Nat. Like, oh, is Nat and Ty getting into a fight over who knows what? Suddenly, a Mojimon attacks, and they're forced to work together to beat Mojimon. Mojimon. Oh my gosh, I just completely forgot that I downloaded that. It's like a visual, or it's like a picture list of Digimon. Do I have it? Do I still have it? That's a Digimon adventure. No, I don't have it anymore. Boo-hoo. Uh, wait, is it my Pokemon list on accident? Oh, Pokemon. Come on, please dig your Digimon list. No, you're not in here. Cruds. Um, I guess at some point I'll simplify this crossover to basically include the, um... Just to include the Digimon that I know about easily, you know, because eventually it will get hard to, um, be like, have all these Digimon like Mojimon and Centuramon and stuff. If I don't, if I can't figure out a picture, it's like, well, I don't know. Anyways, back to the story. Uh, after a quick battle, Gabumon and Agumon defeats Najumon and expels Black Gear. Da, 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 yay, Agumon uses Type of Breath, destroys the gear. Um, and then Majumon flees. Tai and Agumon then decide to help Matt and Gabumon look for TK and Padamon. Meanwhile, on another island, Mimi and Palmon are being harassed by a Tsukumon and a Chumon, a pair of Digimon. Tsukumon, if I remember, is like a bag with weird antenna eyes. And then Chumon's like a weird, um, like mouse thing. I might change it 
to like Hawkmon and Armadillmon. I might have to really like, I don't know. So let's see, um, so I'm gonna change Mojamon to a, um, to Hawkmon instead. And Hawkmon is a flying type. And then, um, and then I'm going to change, uh, Sukumon and Chumon to just Armadillomon, who is a, what is Sandshrew? And basically it's like the same thing as Sandshrew. It's a talking Sandshrew. It's a talking Sandshrew. Oh my gosh. I don't know, some of the Digimon, it's like, and Pokemon. Where are you, Sandrew? Come on, show up quickly. I want to get this over with. And it's lit. Sandrew's ground type. It's ball form, slant slash, it's also ground type. Let's see, how long has this episode been so far? Oh, well, already 36 minutes. There. Alright, anyways. <clears throat> so, after. So. Uh, to escape, Palmon momentarily de-evolves into Cacnea and uses Needle Arm and then Drain Punch to defeat uh, Armadillomon. Mimi is surprised at the Digimon's de-evolution into the Pokemon, then Cacnea reverts back to its Digimon form, Palmon, after escaping them, they cross over to the next island where Izzy and Tintamon landed. Uh, they soon find Izzy and Tintamon near a labyrinth. After they reunite, Mimi and Tintamon get lost in a labyrinth. And attacked by Centuramon. I'm gonna keep Centuramon. Centuramon. And he is a fighting type. Um. It's basically a Digimon version of Centaur. Izzy and Palmon fi finally find them in, our, in their Digimon battle and destroyed Centuramon's thought gear. After the battle, Leomon appears and asks and attacks the children, but is driven back by the light of their digivices. On another island, Bonnie finds a Finnegan while Squishy, Sora, and Beamon rest. She battles it using Dedenne and quickly defeats the Finnegan. Bonnie then catches Finnegan and goes back to the others. She shows Sora and the other the others the Finnegan she's caught and tells her that it is the fire type starter from the Kalos region. Sora congratulates Bonnie on her catch. Then they get up and Rub. They're starting to head further into the island. Ooh, sleepy. Episode 11, The Dancing Digimon. I originally wanted to title this, like, The Dragon Dancing Digimon, or The Dragon Dance, or something. Funny. While drifting at sea, Joe and Gomamon are attacked by Ogremon. Like, things like Ogremon, Gomamon, um, uh, Digimoterimon, I'm not gonna change because those are important to the story. You know? The, because they're important to the story, but things like Kakuterimon or whatever, I'm gonna change to like something like Xvimon. Basically gonna do a lot of like, simplifying and just using a bunch of starters. Anyways. I don't know. Actually, this typing thing could just be it for another time. It's, it's, I don't need to do it right now. Not for this episode. Anyways. So, Joe and Gummon escaped Ogremon and ends up on an island. They soon find Sora, Beamon, and Bonnie on the island. 
Then a group of Bakuman appears. They're just like ghosts. They're, they're like ghosts. They're sheets. They're sheets. They're silly sheets. Uh, the Bakuman attacks and captures them with the intent of eating them. However, Bonnie manages to escape the Bakuman with Theomon and Squishy. And her Pokemon, of course, I mean, like, if I said Bonnie did it every time. She then, uh, stealthily follows the Bakuman back to the camp. Bonnie then reveals herself and has Theomon Digivolve to Virgimon. Wait, how did she do this? I don't remember. And Squishy still evolves to its 50% form. Virgimon and Zygarde fight Lord Bakuman. Well, Gumamon chews through the rope, binging, finding him and Sora and Joe. Then Gumamon digivolves to Kakamon and helps them to fight the Digi-Pokemon, fight the Bakuman off with with the help of Joe's repetitive chanting. However, Lord, Lord Bakuman is, attacks the group again while the other Bakuman back away. Squishy then still evolves to Zygarde's complete form to face Lord Bakuman, who isn't scared. He and a few other Bakuman attack them. However, Zygarde uses Dragon Dance, followed up by Dragon Breath. He and the other Bakuman flee the island forever after being hit hard by the Dragon-type attacks. This is going to be crucial later when um, Squishy has to use this, these moves again against more Bakuman in um, Odaiba. Or is it Tokyo? I can't remember. Uh, then the three revert back to Beamon, Gumamon, and Squishy. However, Lord Bakuman uh, does promise revenge on the Order of Pokemon, who, which Bonnie waves off as an empty threat. Episode 12, Digi Baby Boom. TK ends up in a strange village among some rolling hills with strange objects lining in the meadow. TK asks Tatama what it is and tells his partner that it's the primary village, the place where all Digimon are born. They walk among the di- the eggs and Digi- baby Digimon. Wait, uh, never mind. But then are th- they are then confronted by Elecmon. I, ah, never mind. TK almost forgets that Bonnie's not with them, so she can't scan Elecmon. So it's like she's like, um, okay. And it's just like, oh wait, um, oh yeah, Bonnie's not here. Who are you? TK. Okay, so he asks Elmon who he is. Elecmon. Introduces himself as Elkmon, the guardian of the baby Digimon. That, which is silly. Then Elkmon begins battling Patamon, which mistaken the two for intruders or even poachers. To avoid a fight, TK proposes they settle this dispute with a tug of war between Elkmon and Patamon. The two Digimon agree to this, and Patamon gets a rope for the tug of war match, and then draw the line in the dirt or grass or whatever as a divider line. Padawan ends up winning the match and earns Alakmon's respect and trust. Before TK and Padawan leave, Alakmon gives TK a mysterious egg that he wants TK to take care of. Uh, the boy accepts the gift and leaves on the road. The boy and his Digimon wonders about what kind of to- Digimon might hatch from the egg, whose color is blue with darker blue flecks and large white spots. TK and no, it's not Froakie egg. Uh, TK and Patamon start heading out to find Matt, Gavamon, and the other children, and Digi-Pokemon. Episode 13, The Legend of the Digi-Destined. Afterward, upon returning near the, reuniting upon the primary village, the kids are attacked by Leomon. However, the kids again defeat Leomon using the light of their Digivices. And then, he sits down and tells the children about the prophecies of the Digi-Destined. I mean, really... You just attack me like, ah, I can eat you. And he's like, no, now I'm going to tell you a story.
That is so messed up. Okay. He tells them about the prophecies about the Digidestin and Clement Theater. Them are the heroes of the Digiworld and eventually the saviors of all the worlds. All three worlds. Leomon leaves it and the Digidestin then head to a faction Finney Mountain for their final showdown with Devimon. In preparation for the final battle, Devimon gathers new light gears. The children reach him soon after and then Devimon absorbs the light gears and grows in size and power. Turning the right, fighting his favorite. He even goes as far as launching a black gear Bonnie, which attaches itself to her wrist like a bracelet. Bonnie then dark evolves Zygarde into Evatel Z, something that appears to be a combination of Evatel and Zygarde. Basically, she is the dark trainer now. Ooh, the rise of the dark trainer. I've always been wanting to do some kind of like Pokemon fan fiction thing called the dark trainer. Padamon then quickly digivolves to Angemon, destroys him, returning Bonnie and Zygarde back to normal. Angemon, having used up so much power, reverts into a Digimon egg. That's when the egg El Elecmon gives him hatches, revealing a Piplup. Bonnie, who is now out of her days, informs TK that Piplup is the water type starter for Pokemon for the from the center region. Bonnie then proceeds to give TK a Pokeball for Piplup. Wait, where are all these Pokeballs coming from? I swear, she has like seven or eight now. Anyways, episode 14, Departure for a New Continent Day. Okay, so the group is relaxing after the fight with Devimon, and Bonnie checks her Pokemon to make sure they were not affected by the dark gear, black gear, that 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 made Bonnie into the dark trainer for Trawell. Suddenly, a mysterious person called Jedi appears as a hologram, and urges the group to travel to the continent of Server in order to defeat another enemy. She and then tells them about objects called crusts that will allow their Digimon to digivolve even further. Jinai tells Bonnie that she is has a bigger role in this than she may think, but decides not to spoil it. What it that is? He also warns her to be careful when facing future enemies because of the Dark Trainer incident. Tai, who secretly has a crush on Bonnie, promises her that that she'll help her keep from becoming the dark trainer, Bonnie blushes and thinks Ty. Uh, then the group gets up and leaves Infinity Mountain. They build a raft and leave File Island and are soon swallowed by Waymon, who's still under the control of Black Gear. A Kyogre attacks Waymon, saving the children, destroying Waymon and Black Gear. She, yes, it's a female Kyogre. Proceeds to bring the Digidest into the, to the tags and then to the continent server. On the beach, Kyogre uses telepathy to ask Bonnie to catch her. Bonnie does, giving her Pokemon number 7 and legendary Pokemon number 3. Episode 15, The Dark Network of Edamon. That, that sounded weird. Uh, after Bonnie catches Kyogre and the Digidestin head into the new continent, the kids arrive in a Koromon village, overrun with Pokemon, <clears throat> who trick the kids into thinking they are friendly and kidnap Pokemon after it hatches and digivolves from its baby form. TK then realizes that Tokemon is this. Alright. Quick technical glitch, sorry. <clears throat> so, uh, so, um, where was I? Okay, so, TK then realizes that Tokemon is missing and Iwan goes and search for him. The Pagamon proceed to bring Tokemon to a cave where a waterfall that contains the missing Cormon in cages. Ah, that's how I heard. Um. 
see. So, um, Adamon learns of the arrival of the Digidestined from a Razimon and is at first upset that his plans aren't being followed. However, Edamon then proceeds to confront the Digidestined and uses his dark network to prevent the Digimon from digivolving and then traps a group inside the cave where they discover Ta or Ty's Crest of Courage and Bonnie's Crest of Ancient Power, which has an unknown meaning and possibilities. In an attempt to scare out the Pagamon, Bonnie catches one in a Pokeball and then brings out the Pagamon to battle the others. She uses the Pagamon's tackle and poison bubbles attacks to chase the Pagamon away. The Pagamon frees the Koromon and then apologizes for the mischief as the Digidescent leaves. Bonnie sees a vision of herself becoming the Dark Trainer again and facing the Digidescent of life. I meant light. Um in a finale battle or whatever. Episode 16, The Arrival of Skullgramon. The Digidescent arrived in the desert and traveled through it. Suddenly, Joe's tag begins reacting to something. You know what I was saying? I was like, change things, Digimon, or whatever. That was only because of the whole, like, Pokedex thing I was wanting to do or whatever with Digidex. I'm not doing that anymore. Suddenly, Joe's tag begins reacting to something as the group, and the, and the group is led to a Roman like Coliseum where Edamon traps the group. Um, again, Ty Zagamon digivolves into Greymon and then is then forced to fight another Greymon. Meanwhile, Bonnie and his Cheston battle Edamon to distract him from watching Joe find his crest. Cheston's battling ends up evolving to Quildon while battling, um, <coughs> Quildine while battling, battling Edamon. After Joe finds his crest of reliability, Bonnie returns Quilladon and the group escapes Edamon. Ty then attempts to force Greymon to digivolve into Metal Greymon. Unfortunately, Greymon digivolves into Skull Greymon and loses control of himself and begins to attack the others who are unable to stop him. Bonnie then brings out her new Pagamon. Pagamon. Whatever. Who is eager to fight Skull Greymon. The battle somehow causes Pagamon to evolve into Tyrant, who uses Draco Meter to knock out Skull Greymon. Bonnie congratulates Tyrant for evolving and returns to the Royal Air Pokemon to its Tugball. And Skull Greymon starts to wake up, but reverts back to, to Koromon before completely doing so. Koromon fully comes around and apologizes for his actions at Skull Greymon, which Ty weighs off, claiming that Koromon wasn't completely in control. Episode 17, The Crest of Sincerity. The group then continues to travel through the desert and get lost. A desert ship comes along, piloted by Kakutorimon, who brings Digidestin aboard his ship. <coughs> Kokotorimon then suddenly captures Nat, <coughs> Taijo, Izzy, and TK. He then proceeds to petrify Gabamon, Agamon, Patamon, Gumamon, and Tentamon. Bonnie attempts to prevent this by using Eevee, but both are tossed by the, out of the ship by Kokotorimon. <coughs> Beamon that evolves into Bergemon, and Palmon that evolves into Togemon to defeat Kokoteramon. Um, the battle causes it, the ship to crash into a giant cactus, allowing for Bonnie to catch back up with the ship. The top of the giant cactus opens up to reveal Bonnie, or Mimi's curse of sincerity, concealed inside. Bergemon and Togemon revert back to Beamon and Palmon. Then they free the boys. They then free the boys and try to heal their partners, but fail. 
Bonnie climbs back aboard the ship and confronts Kokotanamon. She has squishy cell vault to 50% form and uses dragon breath on Kokotanamon, causing the blast off. Then Squishy further dissolves to complete form and uses Sandstorm to revive the petrified Digimon before reverting back to core form. Finally, the group leaves the, the ship behind and he heads off to search for Matt and Izzy's crest. Episode 18, the fairy-type Digimon. Okay, that's the first in a while that I've changed the episode name. Quagmon shows back up again and attacks the kids. Matt wonders if Quagmon is being controlled by a black gear somehow, but this is debunked when... Bonnie scans a Digimon and discovers it is naturally super aggressive towards anything. Ty tries to Digivolve Agumon to Greymon, but fails to do so. Pixamon intervenes and saves him, and then offers the group training in his facility. Ooh, tiresome, tiresome, tiresome. What's there? Pixamon leads Agumon, Squishy, Ty, and Bonnie into a cave to understand more about themselves while the others do more labor. In the cave, they learn the full potential of the crests and reveal to each other about their feelings. Pixiemon congratulates the two on discovering their true power and sharing their feelings, but then warns them about the potential of danger their friendship. Matt and Izzy then go off to find their crest. When Matt finds his crest of friendship and Izzy finds his crest of knowledge, they are spotted and attacked by two Tyranimon. Ty, Agumon, Bonnie, and Tyrone reappear, reappear just in time just to help, to help their friends. Ty has Agumon Digivolve to Greymon and use Nova Blaster, and Bonnie has Tyrone use Draco Meteor and Earthquake. They quickly defeat Tyranimon. And the, then the group leaves to find TK's crest. Episode 19, The Prisoner of the Pyramid. The group arrives at another cave. Jeez, what's with all these caves? The cave is engraved with Digicode. Soon they discover TK's crest of hope in the cave. Bonnie discovers the, digi, the Digicode is just in a large version of the tablet she found in the factory. Just as Tyrant, who is still outside of its tug of all, evolves into Tyrantrum. I don't know why Ty- Tyrant just evolved. All of a sudden, then Izzy receives an email from Datamon asking for help within Datamon's headquarters. Datamon promises a trade for his fra- trade for his a, a special trade for his freedom. They agree to the trade, and Izzy replies that they will come to free Datamon. The group goes to, to and arrives at Datamon's headquarters, a large upside down pyramid, to free Datamon and retrieve Korra's crest from him. This is Datamon promise. After he's freed, however, he escapes and kidnaps Korra. He intends on making a copy of her so that he can control Biomon. Bonnie race, then races after him to tell to foil Datamon's plans. Ty manages to rescue Sora. Datamon pulls himself Edamon and many of Edamon's minions directly into the dark network. When Edamon reappears, having cruised at the network, Greymon digivolves into to Metal Greymon and Squishy Soul Balls. To, to Zygarde's complete form, that battle ends up opening a portal that sucks away Edamon and transports both Ty and Agumon to back to Tokyo. And, um, and sucks away, uh, Bon, and, and, and Bonnie and Squishy are sucked away back to Zelenio City. Episode 20, Home Away from Home. Like I said, Home Away from Home. Her home away from them? I don't know. The two spend a couple, uh, a couple of hours in Tokyo and meet with Kari. The, they discover that Digimon are appearing randomly in the real world, and after receiving a troubling message from Izzy, conclude that they must go back to Digiworld and help their friends. After Koromon Digivolts Agumon to battle an Ogremon, 
a portal opens and transports to, uh, transports to DigiDestin and their partners down to DigiWorld. Bonnie arrives in Livia's city on the day she had went through the reflection cave. She quickly finds Clement in the gym who wonders why she has come back so soon. Uh, she waves it off and challenges Clement to gym battle midway through. A group of Hawkmon attack and Bonnie fends off Hawkmon with his complete form Zygarde. And Hawkmon, Zygarde, and Bonnie are transported back to the digital world. Okay, alright. Here we go. Okay, skip, skip, skip. Episode 21, Forget About It. Tai, Agumon, Bonnie, Squishy, and Dedene return to the digital world. They regroup where they had then first teleported back to their hometowns or cities. They briefly share stories about where, where they went and what the Digimon and that Digimon are showing up in both worlds. Then Tai and Bonnie's Digivices suddenly pick up, picks up the signal of another Digivice. They track the signal to find Tokemon along with TK's Tag and Crest Digivice and back. Tokemon relays what has happened in the time that has been gone, which to Bonnie ties a surprise several weeks in digital world time. But it does help them realize that why they got back to their hometowns the day they arrived in the digital world. He reveals that the entire group has been separated, and that Devi Devimon is a Demi Devimon, a bat like Digimon, has tricked TK into becoming his friend, and separated the two from each other by causing them to get into a fight. TK realizes Demi Devimon's a trickery after Agamon Exposes him for fraud. Tokemon digivolves to Patamon and almost drives Demi Devimon away. Who retaliates? TK then uses Tiplop for, for the first time and then has it use Bumblebee to blast Demi Devimon off. He then returns Tiplop to his Tokeball. TK, Patamon, Body Squishing, Dedene, Tai, and Agumon then leave the amusement park and head out to look for the other Digidestin. Episode 22 Where Mon's Diner. Joe and his Digidestin. Digimon partner, Gummon, arrive at a restaurant run by a Digitomamon, a weird, ugly Digimon with green, stumpy dinosaur legs, and orders food, but only has American dollars, which the waiter, a short-tempered Vegemon, that looks like a radish or something, or radish, will not accept. He says he will only accept Digi-dollars. However, Vegemon does not allow Joe to work off the... However, Vegemon doesn't allow Joe to work off the meal that he's ordered, in the kitchen of the diner, uh, whatever. Matt, Matt and Gabamon later arrive at the same diner and end up finding themselves helping Joe and Gabamon in the diner. Demi Devimon sets off in a series of accidents that make Matt question Joe's friendship. Matt overcomes his feelings when Joe is willing to sacrifice himself to save TK. Matt and Joe confronts Digitalamon and demands their freedom. Matt's crest glows and Gururumon digivolves and where Gururumon and defeats Digitalamon. Episode 23, no questions, please. Izzy and Tentamon ends up trapped by a bunch of sludge warning signs and then falls into a, a trip path to Vedamon, a weird Digimon that's like a combination of the classic gray alien and tentacles. Um, Vedamon makes a deal with Izzy to stop him and Tentamon from falling forever. If Izzy were to go off his curiosity, Izzy agrees, despite Tentamon's protest, claiming that Izzy's curiosity is the coolest thing about his partner. Izzy is trapped in Vedamon's pocket dimension and robbed of his curiosity. He becomes a slave to this weird philosophical concept that Vedamon set up to prevent Izzy from activating his crest. And yes, caused by De- Demi Devimon. As a note, Digitalimon, Digitalimon and Vedamon work for Demi Devimon, who work for the evil vampire-like Digimon who plans on taking over the world, Digi-World and Digi-Destined World, known as 
um, world, and this guy is known as Myers Mon. Tenmon eventually de-digivolves into Papamon, but manages to just, just snap it. Izzy out of his trance, Demi Demimon attempts to buy Izzy's crest from Vitamon, and in the confusion, Izzy recovers his crest and his curiosity. Cavaterimon that digivolves to Mangi Cavaterimon and defeats Vitamon. As another note, Demi Demimon will report his failures to Minus One every time. Every time he does so, Minus One gets angry with his battling servants. Kind of like in Rock Team, it kind of like with Team Rocket. Episode 24, Digi Destin Double Team. Okay. Another episode, I changed the title off. Ty, Bonnie, TK, Joe, Matt, and their partners reunite nearby the diner. Bonnie and her Pokemon decide to go search for Izzy, while Ty, Joe, Matt, and their Digimon go in search for Mimi. TK decides to go with Bonnie to search for, to help to search for Izzy and Tiktimon, but also, um, to hopefully gain some Pokemon training tips so he can form a stronger bond with him between him and his tip up, who, in a way, the rookie battler. In a way, is a rookie. Joe, Matt, and Ty and their partners come across a castle where they find Mimi being treated like a princess by a bunch of Gekamon and Atamamon. Gekamon's like these weird frog things with two and Atamamon's like hard to describe. Okay, so that she was saying to wake up Shogun Gekamon, which is like a giant frog with a tuba. Uh, they talk to Mimi and attempt to convince her to do what she's promised to do to help the Gekamon and the Tamamon. Unfortunately, Mimi will not hear any of it and has the Gekko, or Geokamon, Geo uh, that name better, Geokamon and Otamamon take them away. She has her friends locked away in a dungeon while, when they tr try to trick her. However, Sora convinces her to sing, unbeknown to the others. Shogun Gekamon awakens and attacks the kids. Agumon digivolves to Metal Greymon and manages to defeat him, and Mimi apologizes for her behavior. Bonnie, her Pokemon, Izzy, and Tintamon arrive at the castle and reunites with them. Oh yeah, so does TK. Yes, Digimon. Episode 25, The Ultimate Flying Type. <laughs> the two groups reunite in a forest a ways off from the castle Mimi was crashed down in. Sora tells them about the meanings of each other, of each of their crests, and how Demi Devimon told her that she had no love in her life, and thus her crest would never glow. She also admits that she was there each time to help the Digidescent. Myotismon appears and easily defeats Digimon. An injured Beatamon goes to help them, and Sora's concern and her and love causes her quest to glow. Much to um, Demi Devimon's dismay. Bergamon Digivolves into Garudamon. It helps the group escape. Bonnie congratulates Sora on the quest activating, saying that Demi Devimon is just a twisted liar. She then congratulates Garudamon, who revert, has reverted back to Beamon on Digivolving um, on what she calls the ultimate flying type. Out of nowhere, she claims Sora to be a keeper and that she should consider marrying her older brother, Clement. Cheston drags her away in frustration using Vine Whip. I mean, I had to do that at least once. Episode 26, The Gateway to Home. The Gateway to Hoenn. Because, because it is the Hoenn region. Jedi appears and tells them that there is a ninth Digidestin child and that Minusmon is planning on to go to the real world with an army of evil Digimon to find him or her. The kids then go to to an infiltrate Minusmon's castle in an attempt to stop him from opening a gate that will allow him access to the real world but, will, but fail when Godamon animates a series of Digimon. Bonnie catches 
Gotemon and a Pokemon slip to the gate first, promising to meet up with the others in Tokyo. Or what she calls new, or what she calls Tokyo City, at least. The hopeless children travels to Jinai's home where he unravels some secrets about the digital world. When the kids return to the castle to try to open the gate, they battle with Dokugumon and the castle is destroyed. Izzy manages to reveal the order of the cards, but is left out with but is left out with two more cards for one space. Ty decides to choose Gomamon's card instead of his partner's and then manage to open the gateway and they get back to the real world. Episode 27, Return to Height View Terrace. The Digidestin return to the camp to the camp they were originally at and head to Heighten View Terrace to try to find the Ice Child. They're a battle between Garudamon and Mammothmon, or even uh, could be uh, Mammothmon. Helps them recall how they all witnessed a battle four years ago between a Garimon and a Parrotmon. And surmise that the Ninth Child must have also seen the fight, even though Bonnie did not. The Digidestin have a series of misadventures trying to get back to their homes in Nadaiva. Eventually, they end up getting a ride from Sora's cousin, Dwayne, who later accidentally pushes Izzy off a, a bridge. Gizamon uh, attacks and is defeated by Kakamon. Guided by an unknown force, Bonnie finds Kari and gives her the Pokeball containing Finnegan and Gatamon, telling her to open only the, op- to only open the one with Finnegan's. She even shows her which one it one and explains about Pokemon. Uh, episode 28, The Ninth Digivice. While Kari snuggles with her new friend Finnegan in her sleep, so like, you know, we got a cute little scene where they're just like, have fun, like, Finnegan. Yeah. Or like, Finnegan's just kind of like being sweet or whatever, I don't know. Got him on his skates from a Pokeball, uh, and then searches the house and finds Kari's Digivice on a pedestal in the living room. Got him on is then confronted by Kari's family's house cat, who takes the Digivice first and runs off. Gatamon tr- decides to forget about the Digivice and leaves the apartment to return to her master, Myrdismon, after Bonnie captured it. At long last, the Digidestin returns to their homes. Since Bonnie is from Lumio City Colors, her family is not in Tokyo. So Ty and Von- Bonnie over. Upon arrival, Kari reveals that she also has also met, already met Bonnie already and shows Ty the Finnegan that Bonnie had given her. Which makes Ty happy, so they, as they relax and settle down, Kari notices that Ty didn't go to Pokemon yet, and asks him when that would happen, causing all day to laugh. Eventually, the cat loses the Digivice and is picked up by a crow who also loses it. The Digivice sets off a signal that brings in Demi Devimon, Raramon, and Izzy. Izzy has Dentamon and Digivolt to Kabuterimon and uh, manages to defeat <coughs> Raramon. Izzy then fights off Demi Devimon. <coughs> Sorry, I got Something like that. And retrieves the di- crest. And not the crest, the Digivice. He then goes off and finds the rest of the Digidestin to show them the ninth Digivice he found when Bonnie comments that she thought she had seen it in Ty's apartment earlier that day. Episode 29, Gatamon calls, comes calling. After returning to Mon, Gatamon and her friend Wizardmon are sent out, are sent to search Tokyo for the ninth Digidestin child. The Digidestin continue their search for the Night Child, but Bonnie stays behind to hang out with Kari and to teach her more about Pokemon and to potentially guard her from Myodismon in case she actually is the Night Digidestin. Godmon crosses paths with Kari and wonders if she could be the Night Child. Sora, Mimi, and Izzy battle and defeat School Marimon on Tokyo Tower in the battle. It, or, uh, there's gonna be something else. Meanwhile, Gatamon feels the pull to return to her Pokeball and is in Kari's bedroom 
while Kari plays with Finnegan in her bedroom and Bonnie brushes her Pokemon. After that, Bonnie notices a Pokedex and five empty Pokeballs on Kari's bedside table. Bonnie takes them off the table, gives them to Kari, and explains to her about them. Episode 30, Out on the Town. As the Digidescent continue their search, Matt and TK are searching for Padawan, whom TK just had a fight with, earned a Pokemon, basically like a pumpkin-headed thing, and Gatamon, which is like a rock creature. Two servants of Midasmon who are more interested, far more interested in having fun than helping Midasmon. When they are free to destroy Matt and TK, they are transferred back to the Diddy world and punched by Midasmon and rallying up the brothers in the process. Meanwhile, Bonnie discovers a Groudon over by Odiva Bay. A group of Bakuman shows up to bring Groudon to Minusmon, but Bonnie catches it first and scares off Bakuman after Squishy uses Dragon Dance and Dragon Breath and Zygarde complete form. After having caught Groudon, Bonnie wonders about what other legendary Pokemon will appear. She then leaves a Dava Bay to regroup the other dishes. Originally, there's going to be a Kyogre. I'm just going to use that Kyogre for something special, and then later, Minusmon was going to bring a, a Groudon out, out of a portal. I, I changed stuff. Right. Episode 31, The Ninth Child Reveal. Wizardmon finds Kari's Digivice and brings Gatamon and Kari back together. It is revealed that Kari is the ninth Digidestin and that Gatamon is her partner. Gatamon and Wizardmon decide to get Kari's crest from uh, Midasmon, but this only leads to Gatamon's capture and the apparent killing of Wa- Wizardmon. Midasmon creates a barrier fog around Adiva and evil Digimon roam the streets. Ah. Um, where, where am I? Bakumon and Phantomon begin taking people from their homes and holding them prisoner. Sora and Mimi get captured and try to plan an escape. Beamon and Sora's mother come to her rescue. Palmon digivolves into Lumon to defeat Ninian. Dark Tyranimon hold off minus one. After Dark Tyranimon's defeat, Bonnie uses her Kyogre to evacuate people out of Odiva via Odiva Bay which is revealed to be possible due to Kyogre's combination of ancient power and water gun, which temporarily can break a hole in the fog barrier so that Bonnie can easily get the people out. Episode 32, City Under Siege. Myotismon uses Gatamon to try and identify the ninth child. Kari is found by Phantomon and gives herself up so that Matt and Sora are not harmed. Matt and Sora then hurry the people that Phantomon has gathered up to Bonnie and Kyogre so she can get them out of the siege area. This angered Kyogre, who unleashes Mega Sudramon, who somehow is not able to attack Kyogre. Meanwhile, Joe and TK travel back through Odiva Bay and are attacked by this Mega Sudramon after finding Wizardmon with Kari's crest in his possession. When Joe almost grounds, his crest goes and a Kakamon digivolves to Zudamon and defeats Mega Sudramon, giving back to Kyogre the full control of Odiva Bay. An attempt to thwart Bonnie's evacuation, Minus One causes Groudon to come out of its Tokeball, and it starts battling Kyogre. Bonnie, who has been tossed into the bay, has Zygarde summon Rayquaza to common the battling legendary Pokemon. Rayquaza is hurt by Groudon and falls into the bay nearby Bonnie. Bonnie returns Groudon to its Tokeball and also catches Rayquaza. Wait, where are all these Tokeballs coming from? Episode 33, Wizardmon's Gift. The Digidestin are reunited <coughs> after Bonnie broke up the Battle of Hoenn legendaries and most everyone was evacuated. Wizardmon heals Lilymon, who was attacked by Modismon, and follows the group to the top of the TV station. When Myotismon tries to attack, Wizardmon saves Kari and Gatamon, but at the cost of his own life. Gatamon digivolves into Angelmon and defeats 
my own to spawn with the help of the combined powers of the others. Bonnie then asked Squishy Solvall to Zygarde's complete form and clear the fog variants and stack to D- Digimon under my own control back to the Digiworld. Episode 34, Prophecy. An ancient Digiworld prophecy comes true as my own returns as Venom Hyonospawn. And the angel Digimon, following the end of the prophecy, shoot Ty and Matt with their arrows of hope and light given from the crests of TK and Kari, along Agumon and Gabmon to warp Digivolve into War Greymon and Metal Greymon. The presence of Warp Digimon, Digivolve Digimon allow Squishy to assume a new form in, in complete Zygarde. Mega Zygarde. And prep for the battle against Midas, Venom Midas 1. All those Togemon bring them out. Bonnie's chest and, or Bonnie's Quillen, I should say. Suicune, Tyrant, Eevee, Grout, and Rayquaza, and Kyogre, Sora, Snivy, Kari, Finnegan, and TK's Tiplop. Uh, episode 35, The Battle for Earth. With the help of the entire team and their Digivices, War Greymon and Metal Greymon are able to defeat Venom Minus Mon. The battle it, it releases enough energy to evolve the Pokemon that are present. Bonnie's Quillen into Chestnut, Bonnie's Eevee to Sylveon, Bonnie's Oh wait, sure it is a Tyrant Trump, sorry. So it's Snivy to Servine, Curry's Finnegan to Brakeson, and TK's Pip-Pop to Primpop. The digital world then appears in the sky all messed up. The weather trio then opens a portal and takes the digi-destined back to the digital world. So how about that? Before we go to our featured Pokemon, let's conclude. How would this series play out after, digi de- after the digi-destined and return to the digital world? Probably similar to the rest of the first season. If anyone would like to hear a continuation of this crossover, please say so, and I will do a continuation. How do you think a crossover of the series would go, or even the rest of this series? Please submit a comment in, comments in any way possible, and please share this podcast with other Pokemon fans, okay? Okay, okay, now that the crossover is story, now it's the time you've been waiting for the featured Pokemon. Dun, dun, dun. Today's Pokemon is... Zygarde. Yeah, the order Pokemon. Let's so let's see what the Pokedex has to say about it. Okay, loading the Pokedex entry. Hold on. Might take a minute. Second, here we go. Zygarde, the order Pokemon. Zygarde dwells deep within a cave in the Kalos region. It is said that this legendary Pokemon is a guardian of the ecosystem. There are currently two Zygarde, Z1 and Z2. Z1, known as Squishy, is currently traveling with Bonnie, Clement, and Ash. Squishy currently knows Land's Wrath and Telepathy. I don't really need to talk about Z1, especially if you've been watching Pokemon X, Y, and Z. However, something a little less known is about how it escaped Team Flare. In Mega Evolution Special 4, um, you should really watch the Mega Evolution Specials, they're really fun. Marin. A character I want to see more of, especially next one, Z and Sun and Moon, is at Team Flare's headquarters to continue her journey with Alon. Her chest, then nicknamed Chesty, wanders off and finds Squishy and Z2 trapped in a lab. Chesty releases Squishy and ends up, but ends up comatose, causing Marin to break down. However, Z2 is a bit more obscure and appears alongside Squishy in Zygarde's view. Here is what it's but here's here's its biography from the Pokemon Wiki. Z2 first appeared in its cell form, and it was seen resting in the Lysander Labs, and was fully aware that Squishy escaped from the, with the help of Chesty, from Chesty. 
Since then, it remained in contact with Squishy and told it to stay away, as far away from the human beings as possible, since it believed that humans would ultimately disrupt the order it maintained through its life and are considered a threat to cause. It appeared again when Mabel and some Team Flare grunts tried to crap, capture it in the Terminus, Terminus Cave. However, Z2 when it was in its 50% form and managed to drive them out with, with Land's Wrath, injuring them. It still remained in contact with Squishy until Jesse James and Meowth attacked it and tried to capture it for themselves. Unfortunately, Mabel, Eliana, and several Team Flare grunts arrived in battle Team Rocket. During the battle, Z2 turned into its... Uh, Temperson form and fought back by using several moves, then it, t it turned into 50% form in a last ditch effort to fight. But just as Z2 was about to finish both Team Rocket and Team Flare off, Alon and his Charizard appeared and were able to defeat Z2 because they were already weakened by Team Flare. This gave Team Flare the perfect opportunity to capture Z2 and gave it to Lysander. However, unknown to Lysander, Squishy was still with Ash Ketchum and his friends and was completely upset that Z2 was captured. Whew! Oh, wait. Later on, Zerosic was performing an experiment on Z2 and commented how powerful it actually was. Z2 was later used by Team Flare to increase the power of mutated roots to terrorize a local village in order to carry out their plans. However, this causes Z2 to drain most of its energy from its body and it becomes weaker. Much to Lysander's amusement, in the most recent English dubbed episode, Lysander. Oh, in the most recent English dubbed episode, Lysander calls Z2 Zygarde, which I just love. I just love it. It's like, I've got you now, Zygarde. Oh, that's awesome. Um, anyways, it's really awesome. Uh, man, I was just saying, oh yeah, I should do an episode on Team Flare and, like, their whole goals. Or it would be interesting to do, like, a, um, a villain-by-villain, villain, like, uh, group, like, you know, like, um, team, like, a, you know, like, just look at what each villain wanted to do, or whatever, like, Team Rocket, Galactic, Aqua, Magma, um, Galactic, Malamore, Flare, Dim Sun, all them. So Zygarde is a pretty interesting Pokemon, in that its sole role is to protect the environment. I also love that Zygarde has different forms that it can switch between, just like Digimon. Okay, that's pretty much it for this episode. More info on Sun and Moon will come out June 2nd. In a future episode, I'll talk more about the new generation of my predictions for Sun and Moon. And the series, this has been a long episode, over almost 1 minute, 20 seconds. So, thanks for listening. Best wishes until we meet again. Champions!